0: Hey there! Welcome to the Her One Thing Podcast, where we uncover the best tools, hacks, and strategies needed to finally take you from daydreaming to getting results, so you can intentionally create a life you love. I'm your host, Kristen Zeyer. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 24 of the Her One Thing podcast. I'm so happy that you're here today. It's hard to believe that it's already September. The kids have gone back to school, the leaves are just starting to change, and we are in month nine of the year. Have you ever looked back on the past year and thought, wow, I had such big, elaborate goals? Where has the time gone? I thought that I'd be in a different place by now. If so, You are not alone. This happens to so many of us, more so if you are a single or solo mom. I mean, it's not like you don't have a lot going on in your everyday life, right? It's not like you aren't putting in all of the work daily. And let's be honest, you are crushing it. Yet, when you look around, it's not exactly what you plan for this year. The time seems to pass so fast. Well, let me tell you, this could be a story about my own life. When I turned 30, I thought to myself, this is it. It's time to go after what I truly want. I set some goals, and guess what? A year passed with absolutely no progress. Okay, so when I turned 31, I was like, this is it. Kristen, you have got this. You're going to build your life of your dreams this year, and it's going to be amazing. You'll never look back. Let me tell you, I was ecstatic. Guess what? Another year passed, and while I dabbled in some of my purpose and fulfillment goals, I didn't make any true progress. So then I turned 32. And I was like, okay, the time is going by really fast. I feel like I just turned 30 like two weeks ago. I would better get really serious here. When I turned 32, I really did start to take my goals more seriously that year. Mind you, I am talking about career and business goals. The goal of pursuing what my heart truly desires and seeking work that fulfills my soul. In years 32 and 33, I really did step it up in this area. I started a blog, I grew an email list, made some sales in affiliate marketing, learned about online marketing and Pinterest and graphics and strategies. I learned so many things and I began to experiment and see what worked and what didn't work. However, if I'm being honest, I was still kind of dabbling. I was getting my feet wet, but I didn't go all in. Year 34 came last October of 2020. You know, 2020 was a crazy year, right? I don't have to tell you that. So much had changed in the world. And yet here I was, entering my mid-30s. This was my wake-up call moment. I knew that I'd better stop dabbling and start getting serious because, to be quite honest, I did not want to waste any more time. I mean, the years go by so fast. There's a quote that says, The days are long, but the years are short. It has always resonated with me, especially in being a mother. The first evening of my 34th trip around the sun, something inside of me clicked. I knew that I couldn't continue to let the years pass without making real progress. This is when I fully took on the role of strategic executive of my life. If you haven't listened to the previous episode, which was episode 23, go back and listen. It's called It's Time to Promote Yourself. This episode is all about moving from the daily operator to the strategic executive of your life as a single mom and an ambitious goal crusher. Okay. So the night of my 34th birthday, I set six goals for the year. I'm not going to share what those goals are. Maybe in a future episode after I turn 35 this October, we aren't there yet. Okay. I just want to, you know, keep that to myself. And we'll actually get into that a little bit later. The concept of not actually telling people what your goals are. Okay. So I have my six goals, right? Not only do I have the goals, but by this point, I know how to plan, execute, and measure my results. I have been preparing for this for so long because I've been such a personal development junkie, but I knew, okay, it's time to take action and put everything I've learned actually into practice. I've been preparing for years, so I really did hit the ground running, and I've made some incredible strides this year. Today, I want to share with you the one thing that moved me from being a dabbler to a consistent action taker. It's not time management, it's not planning, and it's not some type of goal-setting strategy. What changed everything for me in 2020 and beyond is what I am referring to as goal integrity. What is the definition of integrity? You probably know, I mean, you learned this growing up hopefully, right? Well, according to the Merriam-Webster dictionary, there are two meanings that are relatable here. Number one, the quality of being honest and fair. Number two, the state of being complete or whole. When you set a vision, intentions, or goals for your life, it's up to you to see them through. No one else is responsible for your success. Therefore, you need to be honest and fair with yourself. If your goals are tied to what you truly desire from a deep soul level, then you must honor yourself enough to make those goals a reality. This is what contributes to your state of being complete or whole. Taking these definitions of integrity and applying them to your goals means that you must be honest and fair with yourself in your approach. You must honor your desires to align with your complete or whole self. This is what I have come to call goal integrity. To have goal integrity is to stay true to your commitments to yourself when no one else is watching. That means that when you could curl up in a blanket, drink red wine, and watch Netflix, or work on your goal, you choose your goal. Note, I'm talking about when this is what you originally planned during that time slot. You should definitely take time to unwind and practice self-care, but when you said that tonight at 8.30 p.m. I'm going to work on my goal, but instead you grab a blanket, get on the couch, and watch some Netflix... You are not living in accordance with goal integrity, and the only person that you're hurting here is your future self. Now I don't know about you but that is a big deal to me. I want to care for my future self in the same way that I care and have compassion for myself today. In the same way that when I look back on my life I have compassion and care for the person that I was. I want to take care of my future self by staying true to what I know I am setting out to do in the moment today If you promised yourself you'd wake up extra early to put in work on your goal, you follow through on that. You don't continuously hit the snooze button and ignore your goal. The concept of goal integrity is truly one of a relationship with yourself. When you set goals for your life, it is your job and your job only to follow through on them so often this does not happen. At the end of the day, this is due to a disconnect in the relationship that you have with yourself. You must respect yourself enough to follow through on your commitments to yourself. Would you break a promise that you made to your partner? What about your child? How about your best friend? Chances are you would not. So why is it that we break these promises to ourselves so often? You can set all of the goals in the world, but if you don't have goal integrity, you likely won't make much progress. Now don't beat yourself up over not having goal integrity if this is where you are right now. Do not shame yourself. How would you know this information if it was never taught to you? Unfortunately, these things aren't taught to us, so we must either seek this information out from other people through personal development or learn it on our own through our own experiences. It's so much quicker to learn from someone else than to wait for your own life experience to be the teacher, by the way. You want to learn as much as you can from the experience of others because it will take you where you want to go much faster and with so much less effort. Another reason why you shouldn't shame yourself for not following through on your commitments to yourself prior to this point is because you've been so busy following through on your commitments to other people. You know, that little person who calls you mom, You know that role of mom that is the most selfless, giving, and challenging job in the world? Yeah, that one. It's always important to remember that you are 100% worthy now, whether you're actually making progress on your goals or intentions. However, I want you to reach that next level of your life. Maybe you want to buy that house for your family, pay off that debt, take your child or children on that dream vacation. Quit your soul-sucking job and start your own business or finally drop that baby weight and get fit and healthy. Maybe you simply want to be more present with your child or children. That is an amazing goal, by the way. I know firsthand how hyper-focused you can become on managing the day-to-day life as a single mom that you overlook being present and truly connecting. You've got your goal and now it's time to operate from a place of goal integrity. Okay, now that you understand what goal integrity is and how it provides you with the foundation of intentionally creating your future, let's talk about the steps that you can take to nurture your relationship with yourself enough to create goal integrity that will keep you in momentum in making progress on your goals. Number one, identify your why. Your why is one of the most impactful things that will motivate you to take action day in and day out, even when it gets tough. In fact, you may have more than one why. It's really important to connect emotionally to your why. Human beings are driven by emotion, and when we can tie deep emotions to our why, it will drive you so much more. One of my whys is to be an example to my son of what is possible. Although being a mom surely doesn't end when he turns 18, I want to show him the example of creating my dream life before he graduates high school. He's just starting 10th grade, so it's crunch time. That is a huge motivator for me. The other deep why that drives me is that I don't want to look back on my life in 30 years and say, I wish I would have dot 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 fill in the blank." Honestly, the thought of looking back on my life with regret terrifies me. It causes me to take action on the days I'd rather be doing something else, something easier. Number two, write out what you have to lose by not following through on your goal. Next, spend some time writing out what you have to lose if you don't make this goal a reality. What will your life look like? How will this impact your child or children? How will this impact your legacy, if that is important to you? Write these out in a journal and continuously explore this. This is going to light a fire under you when you just don't feel like doing the thing that will move the needle on your goal. Number three. Next, write out what you have to gain by following through on your goal. Now that you know what you have to lose, it's time to identify what you have to gain. When you make this goal a reality, how will it change your life? How will things improve? What will that set in motion so that you can continue to build on that? Will your child or children be proud? Will you elevate them in your own future as a result? Will you be happier, more fulfilled, and proud? Will you leave a legacy? Will the set in motion an amazing example for your child or children to learn from? Setting an example of being a goal crusher is honestly one of the best gifts you can give your children, in my opinion. Just as you want to become very familiar with what you stand to lose, you also want to know the ins and outs of what you stand to gain. This is so important. Number four, don't tell anyone what your goal is. Make this a true pact with yourself and yourself only. As I mentioned earlier, goal integrity is all about your relationship with yourself. It honestly has absolutely nothing to do with anyone else. Other people's opinions do not matter. In fact, other people's opinions will only begin to cloud your judgment. You will begin to focus on what others think about your vision, your progress, and your results or lack thereof. This will be a massive distraction and energy suck. Now, if you are part of an uplifting community that supports one another in big goals, then that is a different story. Tell them. Shout it from the mountaintop because you know that they're going to be supportive and uplift you. But for the most part, keep it to yourself. Focus on nourishing your relationship with yourself. Number five, celebrate the little wins along the way. When you have big goals and ambitions, it can be easy to get caught in a pattern of never thinking you're as far along as you quote unquote should be. You are exactly where you're supposed to be, right here, right now. Remember that. Make sure you're acknowledging the progress you're making along the way. Each little step that moves the needle, no matter how far, is a victory, no matter how small it is. Acknowledge it. Allow yourself to feel good and proud. This will continuously nourish that relationship with yourself. As a bonus, it will also increase your confidence, which will in turn cause you to continue to take more action. Revisit your why, your wins, and your losses often. Keep them front and center. Journal and meditate on them. Get to know them inside and out so that they are so deeply ingrained within your mind. Okay, so I want you to know that these are minor shifts, but they are massively impactful. Before I developed goal integrity, I procrastinated. Tomorrow turned to next week, which turned to next month, which turned to next year, and so on. That procrastination is a vicious cycle. Are you a fellow recovering procrastinator like me? Procrastination is a dream killer. People will procrastinate their whole life away, which is really sad, but not me and not you either. Now, I sit down and do the work even in the face of fear and resistance. I do the work because I value the importance of following through on my commitments to myself. I honor myself and my dreams. I remember my why. I know what I stand to lose and what I stand to gain. That drives me. If you put these steps into practice, it will drive you too. As the late Dr. Wayne Dyer always said, don't die with your music still inside of you. Okay, that's it for now, friends. I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I really hope you liked today's episode of the Her One Thing podcast. If you have listened and like what you hear, if you could go to iTunes and leave me a five star review, I would appreciate it so much. I am a new podcaster who is trying to build my audience and one way that as the listener who likes this podcast, you can support me on my podcasting journey is by giving me a five star. A review so that the iTunes algorithm can pick up my podcast and re- recommend it to more people and more people can hear this content. So if you could do that, that would be great. And I will talk to you later.